Hi, this is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today we'll be talking with Ruth Faircloth about migrant ministries right after these important messages. So stay tuned. I won't touch that dial. Okay. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell is away this week, but I'm delighted to welcome our producer back to the microphones, the lovely Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, it's always a pleasure. As, besides, as producer, you're the boss, so you know I've got to be nice to you. <laughs> I wouldn't call me the boss, but... <laughs> well, that's all right. And we have a terrific guest with us today. Miss Ruth Faircloth of Migrant Ministries. Good morning, Ruth. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Yeah, good morning. Good so, morning, Ruth. So Hi. tell us, tell us what is or what are Migrant Ministries? Rural Migrant Ministry is an organization that started probably over, uh, we just celebrated about 30-some years, so really we're probably about 50 years wow. in the making. Uh-huh. And it's an organization that started probably with um, one man and a um Van going around to see the migrant families and to see what their needs were. Now, now when you say migrant, migrant families, families, you mean migrant uh, farm workers? Migrant farm workers, yes. Okay. Uh, and a great, um, I'm in a state and, um, and people just living on the farms. All right. And the, this gentleman, uh, what was his name? Do you know the name of the gentleman with the van? No, this was All so right. long ago. No, I don't remember his name. All right. I do remember a story about him. All though. right, so tell us about it. He okay, I'll around. tell you about a story right. about it because a lot of people wonder about what Migrant Families is all about. And my favorite memory, the reason why I love Migrant, migrant Ministry, is my mother came from um, Central Florida, which a lot of people don't realize is not really poor there. And she came to live on a farm where there was no bathrooms, no running water. And she would cry every day, every day she would cry because she wanted to go back home, but she followed my father here. What, here in New York or? Here in New York. Okay. Yes, and live on a farm here in the Hudson Valley. And um, one day I remember this station wagon being outside of the house, and a priest, a, man, a minister came, and he was talking to her, just asking her her needs. And all I know is I looked in the room, and I seen her smile, and she was laughing for the very first time. And I just remember thinking that that's an awesome thing that someone would come out to check out and see what people needs were. So uh-huh. the Migrant Ministry, you say, has been around for about 50 years. And mm-hmm. what, what is it that you folks do for the migrant farm worker? What we do right now for the migrant farm worker is that we, um, our, our mission is the Rural Migrant Ministry works for the um, creation of justice in rural New York State. We neutral uh, leadership and we stand with the disenfranchised, especially farm workers and rural workers, changing unjust systems and structure. And, and let's, let's get that down to, uh, you know, Break that down to a little bit of pieces. That's a great 
statement of your policy and what your goal is, but what kind of things do you actually do? I mean, are we talking about providing legal services, social services? No, what we actually do is uh, right now the Real Micro Ministry is um, we um, stand by them for us trying to get farm workers a day off. So we're actually having an Albany Day that's going to be in May 19th, and we actually want everyone to join in with us. That's the day where we go to Albany and we stand before the senators and congressmen and we say, hey, look, we're standing here along with the farm workers and the immigrants, and we want them to have the same equal package and rights that everyone else have. Well, now, wait, wait, wait a minute. When you say a, a day off, mm-hmm. you're telling me that they work seven days a week, they don't get any time off? They have, they have to work. New York State says that they have to work seven days a week, and by law, if they doesn't, the farmer can fire them, yes. Oh, my gosh. I never knew that. I didn't either. Seven days a week. Yes. No, do they ever get any kind of holiday or, or they get do, no holiday no benefits no medical no nothing no how long do they work seven days i mean they've got to have s- they have none some people work from <sighs> some of the guys uh have worked from they get up in the morning at four o'clock and they may work until uh, three four o'clock the next morning and this may go on for seven days how many hours a day do they work most of the men's i will tell you they probably say they work 16 hours a day or more now, this is just in, in farming season, so spring, summer, and fall, or around no, the year? No, th- this is around the year. That's amazing. That's, a, that's appalling in this day and age, not to give somebody a day off. I, not I, even a half a day to go right, to church or synagogue. Physically, <laughs> a, how do they do it? Not okay. a half a day, because the New York State, and that's what we want people to stand with us with, especially May 19th, the New York State, that's a law. So it's not like it's just something man saying or the boss is saying. It's a law that says that they must work seven days a week. And this is physically taxing work. Explain right. to our listeners the kind of work that these migrant laborers do. The kind of work that these uh, migrant laborers do is being in the fields. They pick apples. They pick any kind of fruit. I mean, it could be raining. They still have to work during the raining time. You may drive by. They work in the coolers all day in wet and cold um, environment. And um, Winter? What do they do in the wintertime? In the wintertime, they're out pruning trees, cutting trees. Um, picking up the, 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 the leaves from around the trees. It's a full uh, a year of a work. Our guest on Radio Rotary this morning is Ruth Fairclough. She's with Rural and Migrant Ministries, and she's telling us about the plight of uh, migrant workers who work on the farms here in the Hudson Valley and what her organization is doing to give them a helping hand. So besides lobbying on May 19th to get uh, our, these uh, farm workers a day off, what other kind of services does migrant uh, ministries offer, either as advocates or directly to the farm worker? To, uh, directly to the farm workers, myself, like for example, 25 years ago, I started an overnight summer camp. And that was started because a lot of people doesn't realize that the children of these migrant families don't have the opportunity to be a child. Usually while the families are working, these children are taking care of their siblings. siblings yeah. What about going to school? Some of them don't go to school. Some of them, they're the parents. I mean, the parents wow. got to work. You but know? By, so by law, they don't have to go to school? or I, By law, they have to go to school. Right, if they, I w- yes. I would but, assume. You know, if they, you can get out of, out of it, it will, you, know, you will get out of it. You know what I mean? So they're playing hooky because yeah, they have to take they care of the younger kids. Yes, they become like a parent. 
And so the reason why I do this camp is called um, Empower a, a Child to Be a Child. So for one week, we uh, get involved in um, a camp, overnight camp, by the grace they give us a beautiful price, and they allow us to bring a child there for one week, and we pay about, we fundraise over $800 per child to make this happen, but it changes these children's lives. It you really know, does. Uh, Ruth Faircloth, you, you really uh, surprised my co-host Kathy Kruger and myself by saying that these poor people have to work seven days a week without a day off, but also... Uh, there's issues about toilet facilities and, and drinking water and minimum age. Let, let's get into that a little bit. Yes, and a, a lot of times in, the, in different areas. I'm not going to say all areas, but in different areas because you got to realize we go the whole state of New York. Yes, a lot of times there's no t- uh, they have no toilets toler- uh, out there, so they have to, whatever they got to do, they got to do it there. A lot of times the uh, places where they stay are very poor um, conditions. Um, sometimes you got places Places where I, um, a family may stay in the same um, complex where a single men's are staying. It's really a very bad, sad situation. Now, if a worker becomes ill, I mean, I'm a nurse, so obviously mm-hmm. this concerns me. What happens? Do they lose their job to, if they're unable to work or they yes. just... They do. Yes, they lose their job. And not only do they lose their job, let me tell you something. It's families here that have been on the farm, and, and they call settled um, farm workers, for 40 years. And, like, if they die and the, the, the wife or whoever's left in that house, you have to move out so a new person can come in that is able to do the work. And that leaves then a family homeless. Homeless. Not only homeless, but destroyed. Some people, some of the um, siblings uh, or the the ex-wife or the ex-husband, they usually die right after because it just totally destroyed their life. Now, Ruth Faircloth of uh, Rural and Migrant Ministries, this is probably a good time to get out some contact information if people want uh, more information about what you find folks are doing or perhaps even want to help you out as volunteers. Um, how would people uh, uh, get a hold of you? Do you have a Facebook page? Do you have a yes, website? We have, yes, we have a, a website. It's www.ruralmigrantministry.org. That's www.ruralmigrantministry.org. Mm-hmm. Okay, and? You can go right on there and you can see all of the wonderful things that we're doing with the youth. Um, we also have Albany Day, as I said, which is going to be a rally in Albany on May 19th. We also, on May 28th, this is an awesome thing, is um, New York City dinner. This is the dinner that we do to su- uh, supply most of the money that we get for the year, try to. And that's a dinner in New York City. Um, so we hope that you can go on the website and, and pull up more information on that. We also have have um, the camp, which is the uh, Real Mega Ministry camp, which would be um, August the 22nd to August the uh, 29th. This is the children's camp? This is the children's camp. And if I can plead for anything, I would plead that please, um, if you just give one scholarship or half a scholarship or get someone to help, you, you change a child's life. What you would really a scholarship uh, cost? I have a scholarship a for a sponsor somewhere around, like I said, between six and $800. And that's rural migrantministries.org uh, as if it was one word ruralmigrantministries.org and folks at home get a pencil and paper because we're going to repeat that in the second half of the show and we're going to find out more about rural migrant ministries and the plight of farm workers in just a moment but first let me 
remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell's away this week, but I'm delighted to welcome our producer to the microphone, the lovely Kathy Kruger, our very special guest, Ruth Fairclord of Rural and Migrant Ministries. And Kathy, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500 and by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit us at salisburybank.com and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, and Highland. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, and commercial lending, trust and wealth management services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, and now including the Riverside Bank Division with offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh, New York. Salisbury Bank is your local personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Boss, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell is away this week, but I am joined at the broadcast table by our producer, Miss Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. And we are so delighted to have a wonderful guest with us, uh, a person who's really doing a terrific job helping less fortunate. That's Miss Ruth Faircloth of Rural and Migrant Ministries. Ruth, welcome back to Radio Rotary. Thank you. Yeah, so, so happy to have you, Ruth. Yeah, so, so for, for people, yeah. yeah, so for people who may have tuned in late, tell us again, what is Rural and Migrant Ministries all about? Rural and Migrant Ministry is about empowering, empowering uh, people, um, uh, through uh, farm workers, through rural, it works with rural families. We work with uh, immigrant families, and we try to empower them. F- find a place that we can uh, uh, disfranchise the things that they're going through, and let them know that they have an ally as ourselves uh, standing by them. You know, when when people go to the grocery store, and uh, they have to understand that in the United States of America, we have among the cheapest food out there, the least expensive food out there. They have to understand that behind their food are not only hardworking farmers, but these migrant uh, itinerant laborers. They, they, they come in from other areas and they pick 
Well, you tell us, Ruth. What are they doing? What are they doing? Yeah. Okay. What happened is a lot of times. What I think that's what we all we think a lot. A lot of times we think that most of our um, work is being done by, fam- you know, the um, out of the countries. But we have a lot of farm workers that's right here in our areas that live here every day. Um, go to the churches with us. Try to go to the be in the same grocery store with us. And we need to recognize that these are our, our neighbors. These are our families that we somehow need to learn and realize the difficult that they're going through. Right. You're talking about them being our neighbors. What kind of housing do these workers have? It can, be, um, it can go many ways. It can be from being on a farm. They live in a farmhouse. It could be living in a shike. I mean, some of the places are not as great as it should be. And it could be all the way into someone that have been on a farm for many, many years, have moved off and stay right next to you, but go do farm work every day. And, and you were telling us in the first half of the show that um, many, or if not all, of these people don't get a day off. They work seven days a week. Is that yes. right, Ruth? Yes. And uh, tell us again about the um, the availability of toilets and water supply when they're working out in the, in the hot heat there. Like I said, and you know, New York State is a big state, so I can't say that every farm farm uh, does that. I believe some is really stepping a notch up, but I do know that some is in very bad conditions of toiletry. I mean, they they have to figure out where they're going to go on their own. Water, they have to figure that out. Uh, it's a hard work. Uh, this might seem like a really dumb question, but what kind of salary do these workers make? If you know, and, um, that's a good question you ask. A lot of people wonder that. Sometimes the salary could be decent because when you're working 16 hours, I would hope. even if you're not getting overpay, you put in so many hours. hours. But what happened that people don't understand, if something happened physically to you or you no longer can work. You don't have or, medical right, coverage. Or if it rains for a whole week, you're not getting paid for that week. So you just lost a week of pay, you see? Now, is, is it by the hour? Is it piecework like so many? Uh, it's many. Some is by the hour if you work in a cooler or one of the, uh, the factory, and then some is by piecework. So, you know, piecework can be very good. But like I said, if, if it snows or rain or the bad day, bad time, you lost. Our guest on Radio Rotary is Ruth Faircloth of Rural and Migrant Ministry, and she's telling us about uh, the work they do to make the uh, lives of rural uh, and migrant farm work uh, farm workers better. Um, now you're talking about uh, the educational opportunities for uh, the young people, and how some of them are kept home from school to watch the little ones. Uh, and you did tell us a little bit about your summer camp. What about schooling during the day? Is there? Do you offer that, or can you try and get um, them into school? No, we don't. We don't get into that part because you have another part of uh, the um, education system that is run by another agency. So it's different parts of the a component of the, and and our part is to just get into right in the midst of it and try to help that individual where they are. What about again? I'm a nurse, so I'm going to ask these <laughs> questions. I, I worry about what about the children keeping up with their immunizations and and so forth. I mean, does anybody keep track of that so yes. that the families? Okay. Yes. Are, like are there social workers? Other other services. Okay. Yes. Okay. See, we're just a rural migrant ministry, which is a ministry that people forget sometimes. That ministry, uh, like I said, for the hope to just empower the person. We're the one that stands by the person. Okay. I mean, I, that's a, a, a concern. 
concern of mine would be yeah. if these children weren't taken care of because if they're not going to school school you have all your public records and your immunization records who keeps track of all that and sometimes it get lost sometimes um, a lot of these children get lost in the system yeah. because they're traveling from Florida they get to New York they're the children that be put to, to the side and they usually lose out uh, because they don't, no one knows where the records at. Right. That type of thing. Now, of course, you said, uh, Ruth Faircloth, that you have a ministry, and uh, if the people work in seven days a week, obviously they can't go out to their house for worship. Do you bring uh, religious services to them? What we have done, because like you said, different people have different religions, what we have done is offered programs. Like, for example, um, during the, the holiday season, in December, we do something called Fiesta, huh. and we invite all of them into the um, into a church that one of the the family churches that would open their doors, and we do toys and we do clothing, and it's called enable um, child a parent to be a parent, and what we have found out is that, you know, um, it's a big word between justice and um, charity. People love charity, but they don't like to do justice. Justice means like we had this toy thing that you would. Bring Bring the toys, and you would allow the people to pick the toys out themselves, and that way they can be empowered. Wow! When we went to that, people stopped giving. Oh! And when we were just giving the children anything that they, you know, whatever you, uh, we were fine, we would just give the kids. We would get tons of toys. It's a real. I think the real micro ministry work we're trying to encourage people that is is wonderful to be charity, but let your charity. Uh, 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 learn to stand with justice because the justice is what I can stand with you and allow you to know that I want you to be somebody because I'm somebody. So my biggest problem is that I found in our community is that we need to learn what um, what justice really is and how do you stand by and be an ally. Well, Ruth Faircloth of Rural mm-hmm. and Migrant Ministry, I'm looking at your beautiful uh, full-color brochure here, and I'm sure much, many of, much of this information is available on your website, which is ruralmigrantministry.org and get a pencil and paper, folks. We will repeat that before the close of the show. And I see a picture of two of the great entertainers in the Hudson Valley, Kim and Reggie Harris. What, what, how are Kim and Reggie involved in this? Kim and Reggie is involved because at the overnight camp, every evening we have a performance. And Kim and Reggie have volunteered for our performance at the, over, uh, at the evening camp. They also have volunteered for the New York City dinner. And they have just been part of us just giving whatever they can give at any time they can give. And they, they, come are, they are two of them most generous, lovely people, and most talented people I've had the pleasure of, of making my acquaintance. They are terrific people, so shout out to Dr. Kim and Reggie Harris. She, she just got her PhD. <laughs> She's a wow. lovely person, and, and, and Reggie's just a terrific guy. Now, this is an interesting uh, thing that you've got in the brochure. A record of over 90% attendance in college by graduates of the youth arts and youth economic groups that you folks have. What is that all about? Okay, the youth art program is, a, is the children that graduates that come through the that come through the um, camp. And we felt like after you bring them through the camp, what do you do? You just don't leave them. And so um, we did, we developed a program that these kids join together with um, um, this uh, co-worker of mine, Andres, and he brings them together and educate them through art on how to deal with justice and how do you bring people to recognize that uh, we have no justice right now in our community. And they use art. They use simply, they make art things, they speak about art, they do portraits, readings. It's really awesome. And they meet in Newburgh at the Calvary Church there every Friday. 
Now, in the minute or so we have left, uh, Ruth Faircloth of Rural and Migrant Ministry, uh, I'd like you to reach out to the folks who are listening this morning to Radio Rotary and let them know that when they're enjoying their breakfast, their food, they're making that salad for lunch, that there are real people behind it with real needs. Um, if you could wave, wave a magic wand and get our listeners to help you out, where, where do you need the help? Okay. I'm going to say something real quickly, but also I just want to put a plug in about uh, the Destiny Conference. We have a conference for these same women because like I was saying when my mother was crying, it's called the Destiny Conference and that's in December 5th, 6th, and 7th of this year. And so I want to put a plug out that you guys will look up in the website, look up this conference, come join us, come be up beside us. What I would say is that when you look at your food, recognize that how the food got from the ground to the grocery store to your plate that it just didn't happen um, um, uh, just by magic. It happened by people that are doing hard work and their lives are being destroyed. Hopefully, uh, groups like Real Micro Ministry and other groups make the changes, and you can make a change, too, by supporting the Real Micro Ministry and a lot of the programs that we do with and, finance. And that website that Ruth talked about is Rural Migrant Ministry. Dot org. Ruth Faircloth of Rural and Migrant Ministry, thank you so much for everything you're doing for farm workers throughout the length and breadth of the state of New York, and thank you for joining us this yes, morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you so much. Right, thank you. All right, I know our listeners are enlightened. <laughs> and Kathy, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500 and by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit us at salisburybank.com and by the Rotary Clubs of Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Millbrook, Nanuet, and Newburgh. For the entire our Radio Rotary team, my producer Kathy Kruger, our Wizard of the Buttons, engineer Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.